0: Hey there, this is Liz Definis and this is Great Fives with Liz Definis. This is my podcast. Thanks for checking it out. I am a mama to three babes, empowerment mentor, and an online positivity figure. I have taken my background in occupational therapy and psychology, and have transformed it into a self-help platform just for you please join me for quick tips on integrating techniques into your life to create more space for peace and tranquility. Because after all, finding and embracing joy is what life is all about. I look forward to serving you and thanks for tuning in. This is Liz, and I am so excited to be coming back on for episode three of Great Vibes with Liz Venice um, So I want to just put out a reminder. I am taking applications to do interviews for the podcast. Um, I would love to be able to just have some really exciting interactions um, with some different people who come from different backgrounds and have different experiences. And I love just learning stories and making those connections. And I think there's so many amazing things that we can learn from one another through kindness and love and connection. So I would love if you guys have a story that you know you would love to be able to share or you think there was an interesting kind of hidden life lesson and you were able to come out of a situation that maybe from the outside, didn't look ideal, but on the inside, you were able to just absolutely explode with opportunity and you were able to come out on a more positive note with looking at the positive side of things and the goals and the aspirations for things that you wanted to do and turned a not so great situation into something that was absolutely wonderful for you. And so I would just love to have that opportunity to explore that and learn some stories and share some stories with the listeners. So absolutely, if that is something that calls to you, I would love to hear from you. Please reach out to me at Liz DeFinnis, L-I-Z-D-E-F-I-N-N-I-S at gmail.com. And I would love to make that connection. So today our topic is going to be on journaling and I know that journaling is something that is talked about frequently and so many people have some blocks around being able to fully journal and I think that for me, I grew up personally, you know, talking about things like diaries and I was always the person who had these diaries, you know, I was a little girl with a cute little lock on the side and all of that stuff and I never really embraced journaling. I never used my diary in that way. Some people grow up and go into like their teenage years and they have all these journals and diaries full of words, full of feelings and emotions and all these things. And I never did that. And I'm not exactly sure why I didn't, but I would start, I'd write like a page or two, and then I'd always give up and I'd walk away. But In the recent years, as I've been on my journey of personal development, you know, I shared with you guys, I've been doing this for about five years, reading books, listening to podcasts, just immersing myself in a world of positivity and personal growth to be a better person, to heal myself, to be able to enjoy life and all the amazing things life has to offer me. So um, in doing that, in the last year, year and a half, I have taken up writing as one of my major methods and tools for the healing process and what it has done for me is completely opened up my world and I want to share that with you today because I think it's really important and I think there's so many people out there I have talked to several of my clients who have said you know they want to journal and they like the idea of journaling but <laughs> and then insert any type of roadblock you want there. But the key is that all of the roadblocks that keep people from journaling are generally rooted in fear, fear of some sort. So um, today I'm gonna talk about three common roadblocks as well as the solutions for those roadblocks. And then at the end, I'm going to share a story with you about... How I was able to heal through the process of journaling and how much healing it has done for me over the last year and a half. So, roadblock number one is having no idea what in the world you're going to write about. And that's the thing. And so, when somebody just is like, Yeah, I think I should journal. Yeah, I definitely have things to work through. They get their journal, they buy it, they have it there, they have their fancy pens that they want to write with, or a regular pen, or whatever it is that calls to them. But then they're like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to write. But that's the thing. You're allowing yourself to get taken up in the fear of not knowing what is right, not knowing what is, quote, wrong, and how to put it out on paper. This is something that should never, ever, ever be a roadblock for you. When you're going to journal, you just need to start writing. When I was teaching at a college and I was having assignments for my students where they needed to write papers, there were so many times my students would come to me with a rubric and they'd say, I just don't know where to start. My answer was always the same. You just have to start. Just start writing. It doesn't need to be the beginning. doesn't need to be the end. doesn't need to be the middle. It could be anywhere that you start. Just start and the answers will come to you eventually whatever you write will fit into your assignment somewhere and the rest of it will be formed in front of or behind the part that you wrote and it will come together into this beautiful piece of work that you were called to do instead of sitting down and forcing something to come out in a certain order by following that rubric so it's the same for journaling i want you guys to just take that opportunity to just start writing completely brain dump onto that paper Every single time that you put your pen to paper and you allow the words to just freely flow through, you are going to be able to get those words out of your mind and the flow will continue. The more that you're going to write, the better you're going to feel. The better that you feel, the more that you can write. Allowing your mind to freely open and release and empty out onto the paper releases your brain and your heart from having to feel related to those words anymore. It eases your anxieties. It clears your mind, which allows the opening for so many amazing things to come in, including that positive mindset. It's going to be incredibly difficult to embrace the positive mindset and to do a growth mindset without the opportunity to release all the things that are holding you into that fixed mindset. So we talked about mindset a little bit in the last episode. And I think it's really important to understand that it's, you can't just say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to have a growth mindset. It doesn't work that way. You have to do the process of healing and work behind changing into having a growth mindset. So journaling is definitely a big part of that. So releasing all of those tensions, all of those thoughts and those things that you have attached to previous experiences. Roadblock number two. This one is um, about wanting to get started. And when you begin to write, you start to overthink about the organization. It becomes overwhelming. And when something feels overwhelming, what are you going to do? You're going to give up. That's that's pretty normal, pretty typical. And so I think For me personally, that was a big part of what held me back from journaling and writing in a diary when I was younger as well. I would start writing and I would have a little template that I would use for like my first day or two of writing in this diary. But then once I got to like day three or four, I didn't really feel like I could fit into that template anymore. So instead of, you know, just allowing myself to free write and not having to have it, quote, be perfect, going back into that, what we talked about last time in perfectionism. I would just give up. It was too overwhelming to organize it the way I wanted it. I didn't want anything if it wasn't going to be organized. So I would just stop. So the solution to this, I think, is pretty obvious in that you need to release that need for perfection. Journaling is something that you are going to do for you. You need to stop thinking and you need to just write. You're not going to judge yourself for what you put on those pages and journaling isn't for anybody else. So who are you trying to prove that it's perfect and organized and done in a certain way? And again, if you're feeling like you need it to be perfect and that's blocking you from journaling, you definitely need to come and talk to me. That is something that is huge and it shows in a lot of other areas in your life and it's that need for control that need for perfection and it's going to hold you back in so so many ways in relationships at work making money if you have your own business being successful in that it's just going to be a major roadblock in your life So overcoming that need for control and perfectionism is going to be huge. Definitely go back. If you're jumping in on this episode and you're stuck here on this roadblock too, and you know that your need for perfectionism with journaling is holding you back go back and listen to that second episode on the mindset rewrite. That's going to be huge for you. And I think um, you'll understand after listening to that, that there's a lot of past traumas and blocks that exist. And that's ultimately what's holding you back in that part. So getting that on board, getting yourself on board with healing and releasing, um, being able to surrender fully, all of those things are going to help you work through real block too and once you do that, and then you work through roadblock two, and you're able to journal, your world is literally just going to open up into opportunity. And that growth mindset is almost going to do it itself. You know, you aren't going to have to work at it very hard because you're just going to be open to all the things. You're going to tell the universe like, yes, I'm here and I can hear you. And it's going to be fantastic. So I, I really love that. Um. So roadblock three, this one is not having enough time to journal. So this is something that I hear about not only with journaling, but self-love and personal development in so many ways is the factor of time and the way that time holds us back. So as an empowerment mentor, I work a lot with my clients on time. We talk about, you know, clarifying a vision of, you know, what they want their life to be, setting their priorities on how they, you know, want to live their life, what's most important to them and, you know, identifying their values. So what is it that they hold true in their heart and what is something that's really important to them in life? And once they're able to do that, and they have a vision and priorities and values, moving into setting time boundaries in their life is huge. And so time should never be an issue in holding you back. And that's what I tell my clients when they tell me, I would love to work with you. I would love to do this program. I know I can make a lot of progress. I just don't have the time. That's a problem because step one to Achieving the life that you desire is being willing to embrace change. It may require a little time dedication now, but the amount of time and alignment you're going to have in your future is absolutely astronomical. So you are going to just blow things out of the water and being able to have time because instead of filling your days with things that are not aligned with your values and don't bring you closer to achieving your vision and your desires in your life you're going to prioritize and every single thing you fill your life with are going to be the things that you actually want to do, need to do to get where you want to be and be who you want to be in this world. So if you are having a hard time finding time to journal, I definitely recommend you need to dig deep there and decide what are my priorities. Journaling doesn't need to take a long time. It could take five minutes to sit down and journal through something, whatever you're feeling that day. So if you don't have 5 minutes, I suggest then that you need to sit down and write out everything you're doing that day and decide did I spend 5 to 10 minutes somewhere else that I could have dedicated to journaling. We all have time if we make time. Everybody has the same 24 hours in a day and I know people can make their case for well I really don't because I do this and this and this and I agree a hundred percent. There are so many things to do that fill our days and make life crazy. And it's so hard and it's, and I get it. Cause I've totally, totally been there. I really, really have. I, I wouldn't tell you this if I didn't feel it in my heart, but you have all the control. Time doesn't control you. You control your time. You're given a gift of 24 hours every day. So definitely embrace that. Live your 24 hours to the fullest. And by that, I mean like self-care, self-love, get some sleep, take a nap if you want a nap. Take time to do the things that you love to do. Be with your family, but be with you. And maybe journaling is that five to 10 minutes of self-love time that you really need. And without that, you're really holding back all of the gifts and good things that you can share with all of the people around you. You're holding back the best thing about you when you're not fully stepping into loving yourself and taking care of yourself. And so that is a massively huge thing that you need to think about. So just to recap on that roadblock, the roadblock number three is not having enough time. And so you don't need to take a lot of time. You just need to sit down, stand up, Lay down whatever it is you need to do for five minutes and just start writing. Just start writing. Put that pen and paper and let all the words flow out. So in recapping on the journaling of what we talked about, there were three roadblocks. We talked about having no idea what to write having um an idea and wanting to like sit down and do it but once you begin writing getting overwhelmed with the need for it to be perfect and be laid out a certain way or have the perfect notebook for it or whatever and so you're allowing the need for perfection to control what you do and then roadblock three was not having enough time so the big thing in all of this is just being able to surrender and being able to Engage in self-love and really love yourself for who you are today. Show up for yourself. Put that pen to paper and write and feel great. Feel release. Once it's out of your head, it's on that paper, you no longer have to worry or think about whatever it is you wrote about. So that is a huge deal. And what I want to share with you guys is how journaling has helped me. So growing up, you know, I was the type of person who definitely held a lot in. I did not release my story to my friends. I didn't talk about things. I held everything inside me. All of these emotions just built up over time. I wanted to journal. I had diaries, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. I had the tools to be able to journal, but I constantly allowed my need for perfection, my overthinking, my overanalyzing to take over so that I was never able to really benefit from writing. And since I started journaling about a year year and a half ago, I have really started to dig deep into some of those past traumas that I have. And in those traumas, I had to really find a way to explore why have I been holding on to this for so long? And since that time, I have really, you know, I talk about, and I run all these programs and courses for all of my clients and where all of this comes from is from within myself. And I have taken the opportunity to really heal myself and work through the process and engage in all of the activities and tasks that I give out to my clients because it worked for me. Once I started journaling, I opened up the door and I started to realize things. I started to identify some past traumas that I had going on, some healing that I needed to do, Um, even if it was just something silly, but I would start to, you know, okay, what bothered me today? Well, today I was really anxious, you know, because I was running late and I got pulled, you know, I had to pull up to a red light and the red light took forever. And then I ended up being late for my meeting and it caused me such anxiety. And I was so worried about being late and, you know, on and on and on. And, um, you know, what am I hearing in that? Well, I'm hearing I have a time management issue. I definitely was running behind. I felt stressed out about being late. I shouldn't be late, but I also shouldn't feel that anxiety. And so that need to appear perfect and appear like I don't make mistakes and um all of that kind of came out of just a really short little blurb. And so I realized like, yeah, I need to work a little bit more on this and I need to work on my time management. And it would force me to go back and look at my routine and say, okay, if I have two different options here, I have option number one, which means that I fit one more thing in that morning, but it caused me to be late. And then because I was late, it caused me this entire amount of anxiety in my body. And I felt overwhelmed and stressed with this anxiety. Over being late. Was it worth it? That one more thing I had to do before I left the house, was it worth it? Now, I don't know. Maybe it was and maybe it wasn't. That's why it's important to set your priorities. So if me leaving the house late was because, you know, the baby, you know, needed a diaper change last minute or something along those lines, then. Yeah, I had to be late because being a mommy is always going to be my top priority. And if she needed me in that moment, then she needed me. And it is what it is. On the other hand, if it was something like I had paperwork I had to fill out for the meeting and I didn't fill it out, I've had it for a week and I didn't fill it out until that morning and then it caused me to be late that's pretty unnecessary because I think that I could have prioritized my time over the last week a little better to have been able to fill that out. And then I could have eliminated that need for anxiety. So when I'm running late and I, and I go into this conversation about being late only because um, anybody who knows me personally knows that I do tend to be a late person. I tend to show up late for everything I do. And part of that comes down to me always wanting to fit in one more task. I always want to do one more thing because productivity equals worth. And that's a major problem that I've always had. And I continue to work towards improving, but if I can prioritize my time better and release that need and that, and that anxiety that ends up coming in then when I'm late for something, I am not wasting my energy on that. And I know when I am late, I am late because of something that was out of my control. If I leave my house with plenty of time to arrive somewhere and I end up sitting at you know five red lights and I end up being a few minutes late, but it was because of traffic and red lights, that's out of my control. And I am able to now fully embrace that positivity mindset, where if I'm looking at the clock and I'm on my way and I'm sitting at a red light and I know I'm going to be late, I don't feel anxious anymore. I can acknowledge that the universe has placed me in this moment Who knows if I had been a couple minutes earlier, maybe there would have been a car accident. Maybe there would have been one of a million things. There's a lot of what ifs that we don't know. So I am perfectly content and happy with being in the moment that I'm in, in the spot where universe and God put me in so that I can get there in the time that I am supposed to. And I feel at peace with surrendering my need to control time and arriving when I arrive. And so by setting my routine, prioritizing my time and doing things in the right way, I have been able to identify the fact that I could be positive and I can be on time when I'm supposed to be. And when I'm not on time, it is what it is. And life is what it is. And life does happen. And that's okay. So um, the piece that this has brought me has been absolutely phenomenal. And I can truly tell you all of this came from simple thing of journaling by journaling. I am able to figure out those little triggers that I had, you know, I could figure out like I was so anxious when I was late, why was I anxious? And I write all of it out and I can identify the root cause of that and then release that need for anxiety and prevent it from happening again in the future. So I welcome you guys. I want you to try out journaling. Um, it doesn't have to be a big deal. If you're not really sure how to get started, oh, totally reach out to me. I That's just something I love to chat about. It's something... Um, if you have a couple quick questions, we can chat about it through Messenger on Facebook or Instagram, or you can send me an email. We can chat through email. Um, you can also feel free if you want to book like a discovery call, we can chat face-to-face through a Zoom call for like 20 minutes and kind of iron out some of those details and those blocks that are keeping you from being able to open your world by being able to journal and heal through some past things that you have going on. and present things that you have going on and the quality of life that you can gain through doing this. So I welcome you guys. Thank you so much for listening to all of this. I, I really appreciate you guys showing up again. I love doing these podcast episodes. If you have a topic that you would love for me to talk about, um, in addition to being able to shoot me an email about being able to apply to share your story, you can also feel free to shoot me some ideas for topics you would love to be covered, um, I've shared um, some of my background story with you guys so you know some of the different topics and concepts that I work with. So I would totally welcome an opportunity to bring in a new topic. Um, otherwise, I will see you guys next week for episode four. I hope you have a fantastic week and thank you again for checking in. You have been listening to Great Vibes with Liz Definis. Thank you for tuning in. If you would like to apply to be interviewed on Great Vibes, please email Liz at lizdefinis at gmail.com. I look forward to chatting again real soon. Have a fantastic day.